Welcome, welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Thursday morning. And I'm super stoked to welcome back on the program the one and the only Brian Offenther, who is based in Shanghai normally. And we usually uh, speak to him when he's in Shanghai. But uh, he's d- uh, recently been doing a, a tour and he'll be telling us a little bit more about his recent uh, DJ trip in Ningxia. Welcome back on the program, Brian. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Always a pleasure to talk to you for this holiday season. And I am in Shanghai at the moment, but ah. I did just get back from tour. Oh, okay. Oh, that that's good to know. Um, now, I, last time we spoke, we speak um, every, every month. And the last time we spoke, uh, you unfortunately, you, you were carted off uh, with, with COVID into a hotel quarantine. You survived that. Uh, any tales to tell? How, how did it pan out in the end? So just to recap, uh, I did not have COVID, and no one really thought that I had COVID, but I was in a place where there might have been someone else with COVID. And even though I had been tested for a few days after that incident, and it always turned out negative, um, I was put in a quarantine hotel for a couple days, and then I had to quarantine in my home. It was not a fun time. Oh, I'm so sorry. But you lived to tell the tale, and, and then uh, during the holiday periods, <laughs> uh, you, you traveled uh, to Ningxia for, for a DJ trip. Uh, first of all, where is Ningxia? And, and tell us a little bit more about uh, what happened during your, your trip. Well, just let me get back to something just for a moment. So that time I did not have COVID. Then I went a week living my day-to-day life, and then I did get COVID. Because just about everyone in Shanghai has had COVID recently. So I can talk about that in a bit. But let me tell you about Ningxia. It's in north-central China. Uh, It's just south of Inner Mongolia. And Gansu province is to the west. And it's uh, known as wine country. And also it's one of the less um, affluent parts of China. Uh, And uh, Yinchuan is the, the, the... the main city there. It's a not a province in its autonomous region. And so I had an opportunity to go there, DJ, for Christmas Eve. So I did. And it was a really wonderful experience. I always love to go to new places. I got to visit a famous tour site, eat local food, pick up some local music, and uh, get a check off another area of China. I think we're at 36 cities now, and I have 10 uh, regions left have DJed in all of them. Wow, that is remarkable, Brian. I can't wait till you tick them all off and then you'd be able to share more uh, with our listeners. Um, so sure. w- what were some of the, the, the local food or the local stuff that you did yeah. there? Yeah, they were, I mean, so uh, for your listeners who are not familiar, you know, I used to live in the country of Mongolia and I've DJed in 27 countries. So I've had a lot of adventurous foods, we can say. I know you guys are covering some regional food uh, on your uh, program here. So they, um, you know, whenever I go to places, they think they're going to kind of freak me out. But, I, I mean, I've had eating cobra heart and all sorts of stuff. But in north-central China, I mean, it's, it's a very rural area. It's very dry. And so they do a lot of sheep. And so their specialty, they brought me to this little local restaurant, and everyone there was eating one dish. And so I had to do it, and they brought out a sheep head. And you kind of have to crack open the skull, but the parts that they think are the delicacies that they really wanted me to eat 
are the eyeballs and the brain. So that's wow. what I did. Wow. And it was all right. Yeah. I, I, the eyeball I thought was a little better than the brain. But it was <laughs> well, cool. Was it cooked? Yes. Okay. They, they kind of, yeah, it, was the, it, it is all cooked. I'll go and send you pictures you can share on social media. I took pictures of all this. Um, it's cooked, and they put some different spices on the table. And so you put on gloves, and you crack it open, and then you can take chopsticks or pick up with your glove, and you kind of dip it into the kind of spicy um, pepper, like a pepper-based uh, sauce thing. Yeah. And thing. Yeah, I guess. And it's, it's not a soup. It's dry, but you kind of... Just kind of dip it in, and because the meat has a wet quality to it, it kind of sticks to it, and then you pop it in. Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, uh, you're very brave to try it. I, I must say, I, I don't think I'll be quite brave if I was invited to try a sheep eyeball and brain. But I suppose, you know, yeah. you only live once, and, and it's good to, you know, uh, try the local delicacies. You're very brave indeed, yeah. Brian. Um, and, yeah, like I, I actually eat like a plant-based diet. Most days I keep vegetarian, even vegan. But when there's a special once-in-a-lifetime opportunity like that comes up, and especially when it's local and you'll make it the exception yeah i will make an exception yeah <laughs> good for you good for you um so what were some of the highlights of your trip then in ningxia well i did get to visit the western xia imperial tombs and first of all like i was up there so obviously we're talking about north central china it was pretty cold it's below freezing the entire time there which Again, I've, I've done that before, but, you know, especially being here in fairly warm Shanghai, not as warm as Hong Kong, it was a bit of a change. Uh, but there was literally no tourists there, especially because here in mainland China, of course, COVID is just ripping through everything. So I went to the Western uh, Xia Imperial Tomes. I was literally, and this is not hyperbole, the only tourist there. And so you're in these, this sort of vast field, and there's, it's a rocky sort of area. You can kind of see some mountains. But they have these very unusual type tombs there that were in the style of the, uh, the shop people there. And what had happened was when the Mongols crossed over, they were heading south, um, obviously to get down to Beijing, they raised the entire population. And these tombs popped up. Mm-hmm. And in speaking to locals, they have a very popular kind of joke and it's a very rude tale of why the mongols were so upset with the local people i can't share it on the radio but i hope someone asks me about it at some point later but the the tombs are they're almost like cocoon looking things that stick up from the ground and they're there and i took some pictures and it was it was cool to see i really didn't get too much more time around the town but I did pick up some local music, some local folk music, some local punk music, and I got a tattoo there as well. <laughs> wow, you had a full trip, in, indeed. There's not too much time for sleep. Uh, and then, of course, I got to do the, uh, the DJ gig. There's a small club bar there. Um, it's called the Sleepwalking Ballroom, which um, is a translation, but it, it's kind of fun. And... Uh, I DJed some funk music and Christmas songs and got people dancing and handed out some white rabbit candy that I picked up <laughs> before I left Shanghai, as that's uh, what you do when you leave Shanghai. Uh, uh, so it was a cool experience. 
Yeah, and um, you know, when, when you visited the tombs, and I mean, I mean, in terms of the music that you played, what was the reception like? Did they enjoy the music that you played, the funky music? Yeah, like we called it a vintage Christmas that seemed to be kind of on point. You bring in. Oh, was that the theme? Uh, yeah, that, so that was the theme that we put together. It was on Christmas Eve, so we did uh, uh, vintage funky, vintage Christmas, vintage funky Christmas. And uh, yeah, you know, I think it's very on point. They brought in an American DJ to do kind of um, an Americana type thing. Although, you know, as I usually do, I did play some music from the different places that I've been around to, including LTHK, sometimes radio host, Anders Nelson, which is one of my staples for my DJ set. So there was definitely some Hong Kong represented there as well. Oh, that's brilliant. And um, I, I know uh, one thing that, uh, that, that you, you, you wrote to us uh, to, to highlight is also uh, yeah. the African population uh, in China oh, yeah. as well. What did you come across during your trip? So this wasn't necessarily part of this trip, but I've been doing some different events. And I feel like I, I've talked with some different media people and others around, and they don't really think about Caribbean and African um, influence on music here. And there's some really great reggae artists around Asia, and there's a lot, some more um, African music uh, that is actually emanating from China, some from immigrants of Africa to the mainland, but then it's also mixing with other expats, and there's some really great songs. Okay. Uh, I think you've got them there. One is from uh, a guy named Jack45, who's from Ghana. And he lives in Shanghai. And he's actually um, had a hit song in Ghana, even though he's based in China and he's gone back there. But this is uh, one of his new songs, and it's called My Girl. And it's a remix, but I think it's also just a great pop song. Let's have a listen. And this is Jack45 yeah. uh, with My Girl. If you don't want to for me, baby, then I no go shake way for you. I no go wire money. Mm. Only you, I want to do the things we are not to do for you. Shape, I want to die for you. But you know what do for me. Me city oh, me man, yeah. Me love you, oh, me man, yeah. Oh, fine, eh, they be kek, kek, kek. Oh, you must want to walk, eh, oh, yeah, my wall. Don't you know, only your fine face, that I want to wake up to in the morning. It be your breath, with you be kind of yawning. It drink it, oh, you love you, love you, My girl, my girl, my girl, oh, my girl, my girl. Baby, would you want you to be down for life? My girl, my girl. Take cash for your sake. I know go feel denied. Love me, make a love ring sound. Hold your kiss, let me drive you tonight. Me a sure safari. Unchenda me una mada. Enti mi da na mada. Wadi mi taste. Forget to be out in the case. Auntie police, why late? Baby, are you here with me? That day, will you sign with me? Forget to be here, come with me. I'm ready to die with you. Say with me, people, people. My you ready, need the coupon, coupon. Mm-hmm. 
mañana tu marido La que me motiva por allá, soy pálido Soy tu cora, tu melatido A tu lado siempre happy, contigo no soy un bandido Contigo baby quiero sentar Poder avanzar entre los dos y pensar Only tú y yo vamos a detectar Aunque hable mal, nada de eso nos va a afectar Una más pésnica My one girl y toda mi vida Me siento mal cuando está dolida Porque quiero verla happy, nunca verla herida Tú lo me has batido, siempre happy lo que fuera, baby, que yo haría por ti, yo daría por ti, yo daría por ti. My girl, my girl, my girl, my girl, my girl, baby, would you want to be down for me? That's Jack 45, an artist originally from Ghana. Thank you so much, Brian. Yeah. So is there quite a big um, active uh, African population in terms of uh, in the music scene? Sure. There's in, in not just music, but also in culture. So, for example, I recently did a Afro cypher dance, you know, uh, sort of event where I DJ. And uh, one of the organizers is Kobe Harding who um, does some modern dance, and he also does traditional African dance. And I've actually been going to his dance classes, and I've done some collaborative projects with him. But it was so interesting seeing kind of African dance here in Shanghai, and you're also seeing the influence and the mixing with, you know, traditional Chinese dance, of course, which comes from, you know, Peking opera or Shanghai opera and other things, uh, traditional place influences. And I really love seeing those mixes coming together. So you have music, you have dance, uh, and you also have fashion. And fashion. Uh, I've been seeing more and more. Yeah, there's a, a great designer here uh, named Zafer, and he's from Cameroon, and he's based in Shanghai, and he's been doing these pop-up fashion events. And I met with him recently, and his story is just, you know, you, you get these people from coming from all over the world. That's why, why I really love Shanghai, and obviously Hong Kong is like that as well. And, there, you know, there's not as many expats and international people around, but the ones who are still here, are, you know, they're, they're tough. They're rugged. <laughs> it is, I'm not saying Shanghai stuff, but, you know, they're really determined to make it here and keep it here. So I love seeing that sort of independent in there. Yeah. And, and that's, it's so, African, so but also Caribbean uh, as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So is there quite a big uh, uh, Caribbean uh, influence in terms of in the culture uh, that, that you're seeing in Shanghai? Sure. Yeah. You see more and more reggae around China and Asia. You know, for my Critical Music Club, we did um, some reggae music recently. Uh, there's uh, all sorts of things. And, and I'll even mention this, like, you know, um, in Japan on July 15th to the 20th, they're doing the first ever Far East Reggae Cruise. And it's got artists from around Asia um, doing reggae music. And it's hosted by Mighty Crown, who are kind of the DJ champions of Japan. But, like, for example, Nasia One is a great artist from Singapore. I actually think I brought her to the studio you once did. on a yes. different program at RTHK. 
And she, I just love her stuff. And she's got a great new song with the king of Indonesian ska music. And ska's kind of a, uh, an early form of reggae. They're, they're kind of related. And uh, it's really uh, a great tune. So you have this artist from Singapore with Danny Proust from Indonesia. And it's a remix um, from Willie Chin, who's based in Miami from the Black Chinese crew, which, uh, yeah. Oh, amazing. I've got it lined up right here. Uh, this is a major one featuring Denny Frust uh, with <laughs> wait, uh, wait in Vain. I don't want to wait. 